This is Dom. This is Dan. This is Steve. And we are Recap. Yes, we are. And you're yep. listening to Little Geek the Lost Podcast. Little, Little Geek Lost Podcast. I don't, don't talk over me. I'm trying Podcast. to... While she's gone, let's talk about secret things. You <laughs> <laughs> got the body in the basement. <laughs> Starting to smell. <laughs> This is a story about a girl named Molly Goes around off the trolley Drinks cider and a dolly She can't get over you There's nothing that she will do Now she's off stepping glue Hey everyone, so this is Cyanide here again, Little Geek Lost And I have Recap on again So say hello boys, guys <laughs> Hello <laughs> You can um, say girls, it's fine. It, no gender <laughs> specific pronouns. <laughs> Animals. Um, no, like labels, so. Yeah, no labels. <laughs> so, you guys are actually in the midst of a Kickstarter campaign for your new album. Yep, certainly are. Very excited. Uh, it's called Pronoia. We got funded in only two days, which is really crazy yeah that's insane <laughs> um so now uh yeah it's mostly just a shoot for some stretch goals maybe get some vinyls out and uh yeah what else the album's called pronoia yes and it's gonna be lots of fun <laughs> and actually i just checked before we got on the call and it looks like it's at well what the original goal was five thousand and now mm. it's at five thousand seven hundred and seventy four dollars with 56 backers yeah. Excellent. <laughs> it's a we're we're not not to say that that we're completely surprised that 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 we got it done, but but the speed at which it happened is is absolutely amazing, and it's uh, primarily due to the uh, uh, you know obviously we have a lot of a lot of great fans, but I would say the the biggest biggest uh, uh, funding boon has been the uh, Shroud of the Avatar community, and that's that's a community that we've been heavily involved. Uh, in uh, basically since the announcement of that game, and it's actually pretty much through them that that the band kind of came into being in the first place. So it's I think it's it's very fitting, and it's it's an incredible amount of um, support that we've received from that community. Uh, uh, if we're gonna you know single out specific <laughs> ones, yeah, they're kind of like a big family to us at this point. Well, and even like looking at the different um, donation levels and everything, like there's some really big ones in there too that people have been backing. Like, yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. It's not like, all just like fifty dollar level ones. Like there's a f- ones that are a few hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Like you always make those higher ones. Like ah, oh, maybe someone will someone will grab it. Maybe not. But it's been a good amount. Yeah, yeah we've we it's awesome to see. <laughs> <laughs> We've yep. pretty much been uh, content machines for a while, you know. Regardless of of how much we play out, we we certainly put out a lot of content, and uh, I would like I would like to think, uh, you know, you know, partly because we have a lot of support, but partly because people might uh, listen to and see what we do and think, hey, that's that's some uh, that's some good quality stuff, and you know, we'd like to uh, kind of have some of that for ourselves. So I, I I would say I would say we're lucky in that in that we have. The uh, uh, the content juggernaut that we have. 
So with the album, I know you said that like it sort of differs from the first one. So Neon Milk was more sci-fi themed, kind of like a full theme for the album. How is this one different from it? Um, well, we when we first started making music, uh, it just so happened that the first song we made was um, was Starship, actually. And it was kind of uh, just an analogy about feeling like an alien. Um, and then once uh, Dan did the verse, it was very kind of literal and super humorous. And it was a huge spin and like a lot of fun. And that's how we ran with Recap. And then as we wrote more songs, we're like, oh, let's just keep this going. Maybe we could just make like a small concept EP that's all about this. And it just kind of took off into this whole full-length album. So like we never... I feel like Neon Milk was never a conscious decision per se. It just kind of grew of its own. And uh, after having just that and only a very a really specific um, concept that we're kind of labeled as for the past couple of years, um, this next one we really kind of wanted to loosen up um, our, I guess, guidelines or like what we'd have to write about. We kind of wanted to make something a little more generic, but um, we couldn't help ourselves. There is still a underlying theme um like the title pronoia itself is the um conspiracy that the universe is out to help you so all the tracks do tell a a really subtle linear story about um kind of discovering that concept and watching its effects on your personal life so um yeah that's kind of where we're going with it it's not going to be blatantly a concept album but there's definitely themes in there and uh, a little harder to find so we hope our fans enjoy hunting for them is there still a lot of humor and geek references oh of course oh yeah <laughs> yep You'll, I would uh, say that's never going to go away yeah, just, just to kind of be inherent in, in the way things are written yeah I mean it's who we are yeah even in uh, Lose Control there's Game of Thrones references there's a few Star Wars references and the other songs, so all all geekiness will always be there. <laughs> was it difficult trying to write more for one that wasn't necessarily part of like a certain theme or concept, or did you find it a bit easier not being constrained? Well, I think um, you know, like Dom's saying with Neon Milk, um, it just kind of snowballed into this into this thing where we were writing songs that were meant to be specific parts of the story um, and all that. And, it, you know, it's been a while since Neon Milk, so um, I, I'd say we go through phases where we write a whole lot and then we don't when we take a long break and work on other stuff. And um, for this album, it seems like everything just kind of sprang together. Like, we we had obviously been wanting to write you know, new music for a while, and it wasn't going to be about aliens exactly. So we started writing songs about this this subject, that subject, uh, things that are really close to us. Um, you know, some personal things, and uh, and then before we knew it, we really had enough material to put together an entire album. Yep. And as, as always, as it came through, we we're like, oh, you know, we're really writing a lot about our internal view and our own transformational journey as us now. You know, not the aliens that we once were. So. Um, it was nice having like it was nice having three or four gaps that we could really fill in the emotional journey and kind of keep a keep like a whole ride of it. Um, but, but to go back to your question, difficulty wise, I would say it was easier in some ways and harder in others. Um, <laughs> it's always easy because we just 
like Dan said, we just kind of, these songs just spring out. We just write them without trying to write anything. Um, but then they'll get to that point now where we're actually at the end of the album and we have to, you know, we've, we've still got some writing left to do and we kind of have to tie up the loose ends and the knots. And it is kind of difficult at times to not have um, the concept of, okay, you're an alien and you're here, you know, um, just kind of having it be more vague and deep and emotional. It's, it's a little trickier to get the right imagery. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I even uh, I'm not I'm not one of the lyricists in this group, but just as generally as a writer, um, it, it's always a lot easier when you're you're kind of either told what to do or you have the guidelines of what to do. And sometimes the freedom to do anything you want uh, kind of shackles you a little bit in that uh, you it's really hard as a musician to settle on something when there are no rules to music. There's there's nothing that defines what you need to write about, what you need to sound like. And with a world of choices, sometimes it's hard to make even one. Yeah, so usually the, the best um, the best go-to for a song is we'll just pick an emotion. Um, it used to be, if we don't have a specific, uh, specific storyline to uphold, we'll try to pick a theme. Or like, oh, this song feels very, um, you know, dark and atmospheric, and it's kind of got this sense of like tension or worry about it and you just kind of ride that feeling and try to find words that describe that feeling and it's it's all part of the process but it's lots of fun there's some really hard parts of it other parts just come out like nothing and but no matter what at the end of the album you feel like you never actually wrote it it always feels like it comes from somewhere else and you can't really take credit for it (laughs) so like with writing these new songs or the ideas for them did it kind of start like a while ago or is it something you started after neon milk was it just kind of like over the last little while you've been sort of putting that together how did it come about um well one of the tracks that it's on this album we actually had a draft for before we even went to our first blizzcon back when we were still the space bards so some of these songs are actually quite old um but i'd say the rest of them probably over the course of like right after Neon Milk, maybe I think some of these started, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, there are a couple real oldies. I mean, another one of these songs actually was based off a voice memo that Dom showed me before we even wrote Neon Milk, before any of that happened, too. So, oh, yeah. But there, there are a lot of like newer, newer songs that we wrote, I guess, semi recently, too. Yeah, um, the bulk of it happened, I, I want to say, in the last eight months and a lot a lot of songs that we wrote over the last eight months didn't make it onto the album and probably will appear in the future (laughs) just sort of stockpiling them (laughs) yeah you know yeah there's a bunch (laughs) it's nice though having the time to pick the best of the best this time around so with this new one and sort of like the new the new album is there any new techniques used or new ideas for songs new ways of recording or sort of new feels to it um steve probably has a lot more technical cool new juicy bits (laughs) yeah yeah on the writing side i'd say that you know we have the same process that we do every time we write a song it's it's a little different each time but but most of the time it's it's very similar it's just you hear something in your head and you work it out instrumentally and then you add instruments to that and then you add lyrics to it and 
and it just it just kind of happens like that. Yeah, style wise, I think people will notice that um, we have a lot more energy and a lot more emotion in our delivery of our vocal performances. Um, that was kind of one thing off of Neon Milk. I feel like we definitely improved upon um, Steve. You know, he's he's always trying to help us get better. He brought uh, these vocal, really cool new vocal exercises. So um, I feel like as a singer, I've gotten better. Um, just kind of, it was nice having Neon Milk to go back to and be like, what what do we do? What could we do better? And I think that people who listen to it will really notice that Dan's raps are so much crazier than they were. Um, we don't notice it on our own work, but I feel like each other we notice we've come a long way. Yeah, yeah I would um, say. I would say from a technical standpoint that that uh, every song as a package is going to have a little bit more energy. Um, you know, uh, like Don was saying, vocal vocal performances are certainly a lot stronger. There are a lot of really, you know, super technical, specific recording chain things that I, I, I probably wouldn't and shouldn't go into for <laughs> just bore the, <laughs> bore the hell out of people, but... Um, there, there's also a lot of real, uh, you know, uh, live drum work on this album too. I, I would say I'm really proud of, of some of the, uh, percussion that's going on. Uh, you know, from my end too, there's a lot of, there's a lot of more intricate, uh, uh, backing vocal work. And I would say the arrangements themselves, uh, kind of, uh, inversely have gotten a little bit simpler, but in doing so you get to clear up a little bit of the mud uh, bring out a few more of the elements so that that was actually a, a big part of this album when we started doing doing some of the uh, original demo work for this album things were starting to get a little bit cluttered and over over a few months uh, elements started to get taken out we started focusing a little more on some of the more important parts and uh, you know really really uh, simplifying things and concentrating more on the on the feeling of it all has has done a lot for the uh, you know, I, I hope what people per- perceive it as doing a lot for the overall energy of this album, and it'll be a little more convincing in the emotions it's trying to convey all around. Whether it's you know darkness, something a little more introspective, you know, anger, happiness, whatever, whatever we uh, try and cover in that spectrum of human emotion, I would think comes across more effectively through this album than Neon Milk did. So with- and, and old ladies won't look at you weird. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so what do you think was the biggest challenge in getting this this new one recorded and sort of like put together? Hmm. I would say I would say the the individual difficulties in all of our uh, uh you know individual personal lives everyone's got kind of a a completely different uh schedule and things things to do other uh, outside of recap and it's uh, it's it's always tough to get everybody together to do these things and we 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 do our best to make uh the time we need to make it and you know put in the put in the proper amount of work into each one but uh just just uh trying to schedule everything i would say is was was the biggest difficulty in this it's never really hard uh you know when we get together to 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 get the ideas out onto onto tape and everything that's uh we don't really suffer from technical issues as as much as uh, just just dealing with everyday life and trying to get together <laughs> and get things done. The usual trying to organize people. Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we touched a little bit on it at the beginning, but how do you feel the reception has been so far for this new album? A lot more than we expected. Yeah, um, people seem to be pretty excited. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, there was a lot of question marks with this one. Um, 
we we did fun neon milk pretty quickly but as like a new band we weren't even recap yet so we weren't even a band like we didn't have a fan base at all um that that was more of like a miracle from uh like steven said from the shroud the avatar community just because we were involved in doing music for them and fan videos um so you know a lot of time has passed since then that was like two and a half years ago that we did the neon milk kickstarter so uh, a lot of those people don't even aren't part of that community anymore um we've been more preoccupied so we we haven't really been involved all that much either. So the big question mark was, you know, is anyone going to care? Does anyone really remember? And um, we actually had a conversation about that. It's like, is anybody really realistically going to uh, <laughs> care about what we're, yeah, we're putting so, out at this point in time? And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, but to the point where we considered not even doing a Kickstarter because we're like, oh, is it going to get funded? Is this like a good idea for you know our public image that we don't make it you know so should we make it lower but i'm really glad we took the chance and we're like pleasantly surprised at how much you know like we may not be the biggest group yet because we have you know frankly have done zero marketing we <laughs> haven't done that much shows we kind of want to get content and videos under our belts first but the fans that we do have are just like like dan said they're like family to us you know like and i think that this kickstarter just proves that and we're super grateful and we'll never forget any of it. Yeah, I also think in a general sense, it's it's hard for a band to make a good sophomore album. You know, often often the debut is, you know, when no one knows who you are and everything, you don't really care too much and it's all coming from the heart. But when, when, when you put out that debut and you're working on a second album, there's this certain level of expectation to it from your fans, you know, and you don't want to let them down and make something that's not as good. So, so it is a little bit of pressure in that sense, too. Yeah, there are a lot of bands that actually fall apart on their way to a second album. Yeah. Uh, I remember when I was engineering albums back uh, when I didn't, didn't live down here, uh, a lot of bands were really hesitant to even record uh, record their first albums together. They just wanted to you know, play live and take a few songs, but they were hesitant to record any kind of full-length album because a lot of them kind of had this uh, thing in the back of their mind where they believed that it would be the death of the group, that all of a sudden something would happen, and then as soon as they recorded their album, it would be the end. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know, we, we've gone through a lot of uh, you know little troubles here and there, but, you know, in the, in, in the grand scheme of things, uh, we've been uh, very, very blessed in in the ability to uh, put things together, to write, to to create, and it's uh, I, I I think it shows with this one, and and we're all <laughs> so so surprised at, at at the outpouring of of um, support for this that uh, you know I, I don't I don't think it can it can. I don't think a second album could could kill us. <laughs> first album, first, if the first album didn't kill us, the second album certainly isn't going to. Definitely. Well, with Neon Milk too, were you like overall happy and satisfied with how how it turned out, how it came came at the out at the end? Oh yeah, every yeah. every second of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <clears throat> I wouldn't change a thing about that album. Um, it's just one of those things where, you know, years go by and you become a different person and you want to try new things. I feel like um, there's nothing I really would change about any of Milk. Yeah, yeah every it. artist will grow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> every album is going to be different. You know, it all, it all kind of represents where you are at a band at that stage in your life, you know. 
and the unknown perfectly represents what you know life was like then two years ago for us you know you were aliens two years ago <laughs> yeah <for sure. laughs> in a manner of speaking you, you, you could say <laughs> yeah. complete yeah. outsiders to everything and then now now that we've got now that we've got some you know friends and family as you like to call it it's uh the the concerns are a little bit different like you listen to uh uh <laughs> say uh lincoln park was was one of the one of the biggest success stories of of you know uh you know well when did they come out the 99 2000 something like that yeah uh and uh what's the guy chester bennington or something he got he, he was an intern at this record label and he had a lot of angst and he, he wrote this album and they they picked it up and it got a lot of musicians to play with them and this 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 angsty teen coming of age album that's got a, a lot of awesome elements to it and then uh, after that first one, they're they're the biggest success story you could possibly imagine, and they come out with new music. And what's there to be angsty about after <laughs> after a couple years? Things just change with people, and and you know the music should change along with them. I would say if if a band uh, doesn't change, if a band is doing the exact same thing as as they were doing at the very start, it, for the most part, in most cases, that could be a sign of of immaturity that could be a sign that uh, you know a little bit of a creative stubbornness so to speak uh, everybody kind of should should evolve should change a little bit but uh, again you know not not saying that this uh, this second album's going to be so different it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> make people angry but but it'll 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 have a little bit of a different feel with the same energy I would say yeah well, now that our human our human skin is really settling onto our <laughs> alien bodies nicely it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you find that you like had a bit more time to play with this one or like you tried out different techniques or different recording ideas or different styles you know just playing around since you kind of had already had an album under your belt yeah we had we had a lot more time on this one um with neon milk we kind of finished every song as we went and we were in a huge rush to get it done because they weren't even not even finished being written yet so with this one um, we're already like 90% of the way there. Um, so we've got like all this time to have them all in like a loose draft and see how they all look together, how they all sound together. We can, we have like extra weeks now to actually put polish on there. And like we've got the time now to actually go in and be like, oh, I don't like how I performed that word. Let's just retrack it. Like there, we have that freedom this time, which is really great. And so with, with this one sort of kind of being already mostly done and the the kickstarter kind of flowing and you know you already pretty much have this one ready to go are you still looking ahead to a new one are you are you even thinking of that at this point are you just sort of focused on getting this one done album album three (laughs) not that we not that we don't honestly have the songs but i really think that as a group we need to take this album and this is an album that i think we can all get behind and say is something that would take like a lot of people would feel uh, i don't i don't want to say comfortable with but neon milk was a very specific flavor mm-hmm. <laughs> you know That's... like I, I feel like the geeks loved it and we loved it but after after a long while you know like we started playing shows and people would they love it and they dig it but they you know there's just that distance between people like i don't i don't get it are they aliens <laughs> are they not so there's a little bit of of that kind of geek flag flying. I guess I guess you would say where where it's 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 a good thing to have, but but sometimes it's it's a little off putting. 
to people who might otherwise enjoy the music if if they're uh, I'm gonna say maybe a little bit scared by the content. <laughs> yeah. So so with this one, it's a little more. We're not in that uh, weird niche anymore, and it's it's kind of an album that we can really get behind. We can make, you know. I feel like we all believe now like we we can do this. We've got a live show that works. We want to really take this one as far as we can. We want to do music videos. We actually want to market and and see where we can take this one. Like Neon Milk, I feel like we were so so novice at everything and we didn't even know if we could do a live show yet. And now that we know we can do it, we've got the experience, we've got the confidence. This is the album that we really want to kind of take time and see if we can't make something of of it and kind of get our music heard by more people who can appreciate it um so album three won't be happening until we at least give that a fair shot and see what happens (laughs) so with this album i know you can't really say a lot about it yet because (laughs) it's not unfinished but is there like anything that you sort of liked as part of recording this one over the first one anything that you know you felt went better or that you liked a little bit more did you feel more of a connection to it than neon milk um yeah i would say just from my personal perspective um when we first did neon milk uh going like we we knew steve well as friends but we didn't really know each other that well to the point where I could go into a vocal booth and get super emotional and perform something, <laughs> I'd be kind of like, "Oh, they're all watching me." Okay, <laughs> so I feel like I feel like just for this album, I'm a lot more comfortable. Now um, he cries every time. And now <laughs> I cry, and they film it, and <laughs> going in behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> yeah, the rest the rest to me is just a blur. Honestly, I just feel like the only difference is I'm just a lot more comfortable uh, with these guys, and I feel like I don't know. I feel like we're ready now. I would say, you know, uh, again, I normally when you ask about a technical standpoint, I I could drone on for for hours. But I, I, as a specifically as a technical achievement, the you know the recording process, uh, I've I've completely reworked the mixing process. Uh, you know, two years is is a pretty long time in terms of of uh, you know trial and error, learning uh, uh, technology that's come out, and enough has changed to the point where this is a technical achievement that is certainly a few steps beyond what Neon Milk was. Um, and it, it's it, it's going to be it's going to be a little hard to tell to what I, I might say like your average average listener might not a hundred percent be able to tell sound wise difference between the two. But uh, to someone, someone with a trained ear, someone that's going in, it's uh, things. Things are actually, I would say, remarkably different in overall feel. The, the, the less less crowded, more more emotional, more force. Uh, I, I'd say everything's got a little bit more of an impact and a little bit more gloss. Um, and again, I, I could go could go for for days on on the very on the very specifics. Yeah, and also purely on on a skill level, I like I can tell you, um, you know, like these, like I actually listened to Neon Milk a couple days ago, and um, to, to me, it's 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 really good, but you know, at this point, having written these new songs and seeing how they came out, it's it's merely acceptable. It's not great because I think we could we've all been doing a lot better, you know, like I like. Uh, from my personal perspective, <clears throat> I've been rapping since 
2002, so 14 years. And I can I can say with all, you know, without a shadow of a doubt in my mind that the best raps I've ever written in my life are on this album. You know, there are, there are a lot of moments where everything just kind of comes together for a few sections. Like, holy crap, what was that? <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, we'll be we'll be glad to share those moments with everybody. You know, in a few months once everything's polished up. But even even at this phase where where things are are almost there and need a little work, just there there are still a few really really awesome moments in this album. And I think Neon, Neon Milk had them, but in a different way, more from a, a general abstract compositional standpoint where every element in this album, uh, I would say, comes together to almost perfection at a few points that uh, I think Neon Milk didn't quite achieve like that. And uh, not not to diss Neon Milk because it, it's amazing, <laughs> but when you, when, you, when you play them back to back, there, there is going to be, uh, I, I would say... Again, even to everybody, I would say there's going to be a little bit of a, a, a noticeable difference in in uh, the quality of what you're hearing. Yeah, well, yeah, super proud of everything that definitely. came out so far. If you can't tell, we we really love the new materials. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have a bit of a sneak peek um, because I'm going to be playing "Lose Control." So, do you want to kind of set up that song? Is there anything you want to say about that song? Yeah. So. Uh, Loose Control, what you're about to hear, is actually the first track that we wrote for this album. And we wanted to, I guess, this this song in particular, I want to say, is the perfect business card for who we are as people and the kind of message that we want to deliver as a band. It's very positive. It's very, like, go get them and kind of... It's got a little bit of... <laughs> it's got a little bit of synth in there. It's got some, you know, our hardcore guitar in there. It's a little bit of everything. I, I'd say it's a great recap sampler. Sampler. It has the attitude that 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 we want people to associate. So if you're going to pick one track to listen to that that's going to be representative of what you'll expect to hear with this band from here on out, it, it would be that. Live life like it's your game show, like it's your wild ride, like it's your free throw. It feels good to not know, to let go and lose control. Smile wide like it's your name day, like it's your damn right, like it's your vacay. It feels good to not know, to let go and lose control. Lose control. Whether that's music or whatever gets your creative juices oozing yeah. Go for broke like you're jobless Don't stop, no periods or commas Only options to rock noggins Or stay more underground than hobbits And to be honest, don't be too astonished At the comments people with no knowledge Of what you've accomplished say They still living in the past like Amish When it comes to what your critics say And complicated You gotta not give a shit like you constipated Live life like it's your game show Like it's your wild ride Like it's your free throw it feels good to not know, to let go, and lose control. Smile wide, like it's your name day, like it's your damn right, like it's your vacay. It feels good to not know, to let go, and lose control.
this when habit is to be your own antagonist You gotta rewrite that story until it's fabulous Right now you count your blessings on an abacus Being that down sucks a bag of dicks But you can have the riches if you show them what above averages So make them dance like great historic savages Trip fucking heads like cabbages Just do what you do best long as you're ravenous Life by the balls, stay ravenous For a life of lavishness Don't even bother turning back the past It's a cavernous black abyss So just Live life like it's your game show Like it's your wild ride Like it's your free throw It feels good to not know To let go and lose control Smile wipe like it's your name day Like it's your damn right Like it's your vacay It feels good to not know To let go and lose control Live life like it's your game show Like it's your wild ride Well, and I have to say, there really is some crazy fast rapping in it, which is pretty oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that song seems uh, slow to me compared to... Oh, some yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to the others then. <laughs> yeah, then we'll have a... a, a, a what, what, what date is the telethon? 26th. March 26th. Yep, oh, yeah, right. okay. So, so, so March 26th, was it 7 p.m.? Yep. 7 p.m. Okay. Yeah, March 26, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we'll, we'll be uh, we'll be uh, kind of not not the absolute last chance people have to back the album, but we are going to do a uh, uh, a combination telethon with you know uh, some of the people from Portalarium. We're gonna we're gonna do some interesting stuff. Get a little uh, more in depth sneak peek at the album, and uh, uh, we may even Play do a little bit of songs. performance. Play some songs, and maybe get to hear some of the insane fest rapitudes. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that going to be like through YouTube? Yep, we're going to live stream it on YouTube. Oh, nice. That'll be definitely something to look forward to. <laughs> so, is there anything else that you want to say about this album? Kind of want to share about it, even though you can't really say much about it at this point. <laughs> hmm. It's it's hard to kind of be vague. Yeah. <laughs> um, Basically, back the Kickstarter so you get to hear about the album. Yeah, there's there's a there's a decent sampler that that is up on the uh, mm-hmm. the Kickstarter page where you get to hear you know little little clips here here and there of a of a few more of the songs that that are uh, still still work in progress and you can kind of get an idea where things are going. Uh, the the content is is going to be just as eclectic as Neon Milk. You're you're going to get those those ups and downs in terms of energy and feel, 
uh, it's just, just going to be in a, in a little more uh, generally accessible package. Well, thanks again for coming on um, and sharing your album uh, with people, giving us an idea about it. Hopefully, maybe once it's out, you can come back on and talk about how it's doing. Give sure. us more of an update about uh, stage shows and <laughs> how you're planning that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you yeah. bet. <laughs> yeah, anyone that uh, is listening that wants to back, uh, I think we have a link to Kickstarter on our website, uh, recapband.com. So, uh, yeah, be sure to check it out. I think we have, what, 20 days left? Uh, yeah. yeah, about 2019 yeah, there, from today. There's certainly, so. certainly a lot of time, and you know, even if it's even if it's not a, a major pledge, you can still basically use it as a pre-order to get, to get the tracks off of the uh, Kickstarter, which is, you know, just as nice. Oh yeah, and there's lots of ton of fun re- rewards too. I mean, you get merch and everything, and you could pay a few hundred dollars and get a song. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you. if you want a commercial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're really hoping to hit this uh, seven eight k. It's eight. It's yeah. eight. Yeah, stretch goal. So, because uh, we're going to basically just at cost give everyone a free vinyl who pledged fifty or more, along with a t shirt and swag and. CD, so yeah, and the vinyl's gonna have some uh, hopefully some uh, excellent uh, hand drawn art for us too. And there, there, there are some there are some great uh, creators uh, that are in this shroud of the Avatar community um, that are that are helping us with with some of these stretch goals. You'll see that we have listed there, and we even have you know a super secret goal if if uh, <laughs> it looks like if it looks like we're gonna hit the vinyl. That's that's when we might. Uh, di- divulge the super secret one. The personal concert. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's actually one of the uh, one of the what do you call it? One of the reward tiers involves yeah, something the, like that. High end ones, yeah. But uh, no, it's 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 a little more of a. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not going to say anything about it. But it's 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 cool like and s- it'll be fun and and <laughs> and and watch the telethon. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was on March 26th. Right, that's what you March, said. March March 26th. 26th. It's a Saturday and it'll be 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, I'll make sure to have all that information on the site for people so they can check that out as well as a link to recapband.com so you can get to your Kickstarter and support that and mm-hmm. help get those stretch goals up. <laughs> thanks so much for having us, Mandy. It's good to chat with you again. Oh, thanks again Thank for being you. on. <laughs> and I'll talk to you soon.